Welcome to Rooster Radio, a broadcast dedicated to supporting and promoting local artists and musicians in the Gaston County and surrounding areas. Thank you for joining us. I'm your host, Cody with a K, and I'm here with Michael Carpenter. Today, we're talking with Alan Bingham and Steve Steinbron from the band Winter Solstice. Blending rock and blues with a touch of early progressive, Winter Solstice is a collaborative project that brought together artists from various bands in the area. They've recently released their self-titled debut EP and are sharing the song's secrets with us today. Let's take a listen.
awesome. You heard it, ladies and gentlemen. That smooth, smooth, like a like a shot of whiskey. Very good stuff. That's winter solstice. Oh yeah. We've got uh, Tesha Rain on the vocals. We've got Kevin Godfrey on guitars. Got Steve Steinbron on the bass. We've got Alan Bingham on the drum set. Ladies and gentlemen, you heard it. That was Winter Solstice. Good stuff. Um, I'm wondering uh, if you could, just based on the song, I'm I'm curious as to what your musical influences are and who do we thank for the sound that you guys have crafted? Uh, Ellen thought. (laughs) Well, uh, Kevin is the mad scientist uh, out of all of us. He, uh, he's constantly playing and coming up with different sounds, different, uh, things to explore and go down that rabbit hole and see where it leads. And then, uh, we, we just take it from there and Steve will come in and he will, which Steve come has his own bass lines that he, it's wicked the way that Steve comes up with stuff and they mesh together and then they we just start uh, adding my parts, see where it goes, and Tesha will either already have lyrics prepared or actually sit down in the floor while we're playing on a constant loop writing lyrics. So that's kind of the songwriting process for you guys. Well, her and Kevin will get together periodically, uh, the two of them <laughs> together, and acoustically go over stuff and then present it to us. And a lot of what a lot of what Kevin, uh, Alan and I do is we'll kind of start something and Kevin will jump in. That's when Tesha sits down and says, okay, there's something here. Let's see if we can't figure it out. And it takes us a little bit to, you know, to, you know, feel it all out and all that. But uh, we usually come up with something pretty spectacular just about every time. Exactly. That's, so. that's awesome. You guys have captured lightning in a bottle, if you will. A little bit, a little bit. You know, the nice thing about the band is that uh, when I joined, which has only been a couple months, uh, there was a lot of songs that were written already. Uh, a couple of songs that are on the, the new EP, um, we went through that same process where Alan and I started it, Kevin joined in, we said, this sounds good, and then Tasha yep. does her magic on top of that, and um, you know, we, we make sure it feels good. There hasn't been too many things that, too many songs that we've created that we don't like. Right. Exactly. And, it, and, and the, the, cool, another, the cool thing about it is that it's really, it comes from within. I feel like a lot of us have that. You know, me, I've got many, many years of experience playing other people's music. I've got many, many years of playing my own music. This is really a great opportunity for me to really kind of, kind of go crazy. I can explore, I can explore the whole fretboard, you know, while we're, while we're uh, playing. And that's, that's awesome. And Alan's just compliments that and, and um, he makes me sound good. Uh, so, so I, I, would, I would put that in reverse because some of the some of the chords you come up with, I'm just like, what am I going to do? I, I, it's a it, you know, you can do so much with you know the guitar and, and a bass and drums and yeah, it's just fun. And if you notice the guitar, Kevin, the way Kevin plays and the chords that he and the the chords and sounds that he creates, along with the chords that Steve brings to each song Tesh's voice fits perfectly within those so it makes my parts so much easier because yeah. it all just it's there yeah you're, so, you're keeping that driving rhythm you know 
Um, you, guys, you guys are getting, uh, I've got so many questions. Uh, well, first, uh, more of a statement. It, what you're doing, it really is a collaborative effort. You're yeah. all bringing yeah. something different yeah. to the table, yeah. and you don't have someone in the band saying, I wrote this, now play it. Yeah. It's, hey, I've got this. To, to, that, to that point, when I joined the band, there was a different bass line for every song. Yeah. Um, everything that's on the EP is mine. Yeah, so I, that was, it, it, and it was, it, was, it was great to be allowed to do that. And that was one of the reasons why I feel free in this band to kind of really do whatever I want. That's amazing. Uh, and it's, it, and yeah, exactly, not, not knocking what it was. Um, this is just, just me and my part of it. And it makes you more feel more of a part of the family of the band too. Exactly. Right. Having that input. Yeah. Yeah. And and I, let's go ahead and put this out there. Where did you find Tessa? Because wow, yeah. that girl can sing. That, that, she's got the pipes. Uh, she does. Yes, she does. And she and I were actually working uh, together on another project, and while I was also working with Kevin on uh, another project. And it turns out both were having, we were having difficulty finding personnel. And we just decided, let's just get together and what's the worst that could happen? It either works or it don't. So, and it works. It works. It works. So you all came together from other projects. Is it safe to say that Winter Solstice is like a local super group? And, and tell, tell, tell our listeners how you all came together. I wouldn't. I wouldn't say super group. Yeah. I wouldn't say super group. But I've known Alan for about three years three or so. Four years. We've and a different project. Um, Alan's been um, on stage with me a bunch of different times, and um, just by chance, this is how I got into the band. Was um, Alan had posted something about looking for a bass player. And I kind of looked at it and kind of looked at it. And, well, I got these other things in the, in the fire or whatever. I, I got to the point where I'm like, you know what? I, I feel like I'm missing, I feel like I'm missing the, the one, this one piece of my being able to express my musical taste or whatever you want to call it right. uh, in, in the whole thing. So I pinged him. He goes, you're in. I said, well, when do you want me to try out? He goes, no, he goes, no you're in. I said, well, hang on. Exactly. Let me, let me, let me see if I can gel with everybody. He goes, Screw everybody! You're in. <laughs> so um, that's 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 how I, I you know I got but you know I've known Alan for a long time and, and again just been a, a great uh, friend of mine. Exactly. That's, that's awesome. And it, uh, exactly, I was wondering if you were going to tell exactly <laughs> how it was because that's what happened. <laughs> we were looking for a bass player. I, I, he's I, like, "You not? I'm uh, still looking uh, for one." Yeah. That's Can I audition? <laughs> Ain't no audition. You got the job. <laughs> That's pretty amazing. I mean, and, and you were speaking a little bit about it, but I'm wondering specifically how much stage experience you guys all have as individuals. I can't. Well, I can't speak for. I mean, I know Alan's been on stage, you know, for many, many years. Um, I've been on and off stage, you know, different EPs and LPs, and you know, throughout my my life or whatever. Um, uh, there's nothing better than being on stage. It's 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 so exciting. Exactly. Um, so it's but it's it's it really doesn't matter how many times you're up there. Every like every time is like the first time, and you want to do your best, and you want to put on the best show, and you want to be that. You want to be what people want to go and see. Exactly. And um, and I know you know Tesh is relatively new to that scene. Uh, and getting on stage and all that, um, but uh, Alan can speak more about it. I, if I'm not mistaken, and she will correct me on this, uh, <laughs> huh. well, uh, you know it. Uh, I know she's been in a couple other bands, 
and I think this is her first time fronting by herself in a band. Okay. And this kid just took it and owned it. Yeah. Oh, I mean, and it, it comes through with the music. I mean, that song we just heard, Secrets. Right. I mean, she's just wailing, and you guys are all with it, and it, it just makes this big soup of delicious, tasty rock. Yeah, and she's, like I said, she just, she stepped out there and said, you know, this is mine. Here we go. Oh, yeah. And rock on, girl. Oh, I mean, yeah. you got it. What a beautiful thing. Everyone, it sounds like everyone in this band is like, getting to do exactly what they want to do musically and and it's meshing in a way that that you know is beautiful well, yeah. what, what really for me for my part uh when kevin and i first got together uh he he made it clear he said i'm going to challenge you whatever challenge me and challenge accepted he has <laughs> he really has he's pushed me to do different things and explore different styles and avenues and incorporate those into our songs right and then this guy here he comes in and he he starts laying down these bass lines and there have been multiple times at practice i forget my place because i'm listening to these bass lines <laughs> and i'm like they're so technical but they're meaningful i think that's the that's the piece that that i think we all bring is that the meaningful exactly. pieces there you know with kevin's just the way he wails on the guitar and the, you know his effects and you know not to undercut what he's you know how he plays in the style um the effects just really enhance it and he makes that part of his style. Yeah. Um, and I think we all have a lot of we all have a lot of passion, a lot of feeling mm -hmm. yeah. um, that go into it. And, and and we really wouldn't be as far as we are right now uh, without that. Yeah, because right. that that does matter. I mean, if you can sit there and read sheet music and play very technically, that's great. But if you don't have that heart and passion behind the music, you know, sometimes that can show through. Yeah. And and uh, and it, and it's it's fun to to be just a good musician but when you, you come together with other great musicians and you have that passion with it you can tell the difference Absolutely. you can tell the difference and um speaking of difference and things that are different how about this coronavirus uh, very different i'm so done with it i'm done with it too <laughs> i'm so, i think everybody's super done with it but but my question is how's the coronavirus impacting what you do it's been devastating, not only for us, but for every musician and band and venue out there. Yeah, I mean, yeah we see venues closing. We see bands basically breaking up because um, they, they get antsy or whatever happens, and they just can't do what they want to do or need to do. Right. They, need, they need to fill that void. I need to fill that, fill that void, too. Yeah. And you know, I'm privileged enough to, to have a space uh, to practice with Alan. Uh, to make sure that you know we don't go crazy, and everyone's welcome. If you're if you feel like it, everyone's welcome to you know to show up. You can wear a mask or not, but um, that piece is is has been beneficial as far as we're concerned. But seeing the venues close down breaks my heart. Um, there's a lot of talent out there that's just not being um, showcased. That right. um, that hopefully they stick with it and, and work through it and right. and can really you know hold on and. And, and, and you know when, when it's all said and done just get out there and just rock 
Yeah. It's a lot of practice time if you think about it. Everyone should be everyone should be home honing their skills. Exactly. And getting a little bit better and getting and just going when I hit that stage the first time after this thing. It's gonna be, it's, it's gonna be yeah, and, yeah. And, just, and the way I feel about it is is and just with the things that are opening up in South Carolina, there is a lot of people just ready to party, ready to right. get out there, ready to experience um, the music scene. Yeah, yeah. It's just to experience that and and yeah, drink a couple beers and whatever. Oh, yeah. A couple more beers. Couple more well, it, goes, it, it kind of goes right. back to the point we just made about having that passion. Those are the guys that are going to be making everyone dance when things open absolutely. back up. Yeah, right. Absolutely, exactly. and it's it's something we miss. It's something everybody misses because you can't you can't download a live music experience. I know that's cliche, and you've seen it all over Facebook. I don't really care. But if you have a passion for music and you love music, you can't download that. Yeah. You have to be there. Right, like and I've, I've even tried to watch some of the live streams, yeah. and it's cool that, that bands are doing that, and I'm enjoying them, but I'm not there. I'm not feeling it coming off the stage, through the speakers, you, you through my body, thumping, yeah, thumping yeah, making my thumping. body move right. uncontrollably because I'm yeah. loving what I'm hearing, and right. that's what's missing yeah. from all of our lives yeah. right now. Exactly, and I mean, just concerts in general. I mean, tell us uh, about the best concert you've ever been to on that note. <laughs> There's so many different answers, man. I know well, uh, well, I was there on base. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> I can tell you. We that was definitely, that I had the ticket in the VIP package. <laughs> that was definitely not the best. Um, but there, there was a lot of great shows. And, you know, I, I you know, there's some local shows that I grew up with up in upstate New York. Okay. Um, fan of Metallic Overdrive was, was a, a, a great music um Radio station back in the eighties, um, back when I was this big, I was actually this. I was actually this big, but anyway, nobody can see that, man. But yeah, I mean, consciously, there's, yeah, you know, and Metallic has always been a great show, um, but it's, you know, not to knock them, love the music, seems kind of predictable, just about everything that they do at this point. Um, you know, what what I this might sound a little bit not me, but Pink, I went and saw Pink. Pink. At, with my wife, and she's like, ah, please go, whatever. I'm like, okay, great. I got tickets, whatever. Got to be the best show I have ever seen. Just the best show. It was a show. Oh. And, and you know, while I'm not, I don't actively listen to the music and all that stuff, right. the show was phenomenal. And that's really what people want to see. And, you know, I, I grew up with Kiss. Kiss oh, yeah. is, a, is a band that's known for theatrics and known for this stuff. I, I'm on one of their, you know, membership things or whatever, and I get pictures every day of all this live bootleg pictures which are just phenomenal Gene Simmons spitting blood and Paul Stanley jumping up and down Ace Frehley barely, <laughs> barely not falling down uh, every single show um, it's the, the, the theatrics of, of those bands that's great show wise though I really feel like like Pink was a was a great show maybe not the best but off the top of my head right now were you surprised that you liked it so much I was extremely surprised that's that's a good show to have I, though. I walked out with a smile on my face and my wife with a smile on her face because I had a smile it was the whole ball of wax was everyone was happy and it was a great crowd peaceful crowd Everyone loved it, and just a great show. Alan, before we get to your answer, I'm gonna I'm gonna say one that shocked me, and it was at the Carolina Rebellion with Michael here. It was uh, it was Greta Van Fleet, 
And and because uh, well, I've heard some stuff about them, and, and I got there and I was like, oh, this is Led Zeppelin Jr. Right. And yeah. uh, but they shocked the hell out of me, man. I, I didn't realize that such a sound could come out of this skinny little dude. Talented musicians. Oh, yeah. and they're all young guys. Yep. If I could throw my hat and ring on that, um, just like your experience with Pig, I had a very similar experience. My wife and I took our daughter to see Panic at the Disco. Right. Oh yeah. Yeah. You heard a couple songs on the radio, didn't know much about them. My wife and I walked out of that stadium talking about, okay, we gotta go buy these albums. <laughs> yeah. We gotta go see this guy again after we've heard the music. Fantastic <laughs> show, fantastic music. I mean, that's really what it's all about. Uh, but I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna throw you two different ones. I'm gonna tell you my professional one, which was Queen's Rights Operation Mind Crime Tour. <laughs> That is one of the greatest albums ever. I don't True. care. It Fats. ever. And yeah, oh yeah. Personally, uh, was being a support act for Kellen Heller. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Those guys are unbelievable. Yeah. Unbelievable. What, what genre are those guys in? They're rock. Okay. And they they've toured. Up and down the East Coast, all over, uh, probably all over the country. Okay. Uh, just every single one of them. And you were support, so you were getting a really up close view. Yeah. And they they we played in a place in Hickory. I can't remember the name of it, but it was just amazing. Um, a talented, talented musicians. Well, I mean, how do you guys feel about a live music venue in Gastonia? So looking forward to it. Gastonia needs it. Terribly bad. Absolutely. Terribly yeah. bad. Yeah. So that, you know, it's interesting to see how many people from Gastonia in Charlotte, in Spartanburg, you know, right. up in up in Concord, up in Mooresville. I mean, there's so many different venues that are just not around here that, that the Gastonia folks will, will come and check us out. Yeah. Um and everyone everyone here's ready. Oh yeah. yeah. Yes. Definitely. Well, I mean, to to that tune, the, with those venues in Mooresville, Charlotte, all these places. Other than the Rooster, obviously. What, what's your What's your favorite music venue so far? To play. To play. To play. What was that place in Virginia that we played? Um, I can't remember the name of the place. It's not my fault. But uh, <laughs> that's, my best friend came down from Massachusetts and. Kind of got a little crazy. We were actually the last show before it closed. The Q. The that Q was the name of the Q. The Q. That was the Q. Phenomenal. Great sound system. <laughs> great stage where it's set up. The whole venue was fantastic. I was, I was, was, I was with Lunacy Rain. It was Lunacy Rain, Dinner Worlds, and Metallica Death. Because we went out on five or six dates with you guys during yep. that summer yep. for y'all's summer run. Yep. And it was... It was a blast. It was a blast. And, and blast. if there's a plug here, Den of Wolves, gotta see him. God, you yes. want to see you want to see a Den great live show. These guys, badass. Okay, I'll tell you that. Are they Den of Wolves. They're out of Charlotte. Yes. They're, they're, out of Charlotte. Three, they're a three piece. Phenomenal. If they don't blow your mind, then I'm sorry, you and don't know. Uh, and it's heavy rock metal. Just it's more metal than rock, but it's right. just phenomenal. Just phenomenal. Gonna have those guys on the show. Phenomenal. Yeah, well, phenomenal. I, I like the flow. Yeah, it's it was a good flow. Yeah, it's a good flow. Um, what, what can you tell us about some of the other members of the band? Uh, Kevin, you know, Kevin and Tesha. What would you like to know? 
Um, I'm not going to give you any secrets, but, you know. Well, <laughs> you know, uh, tell us kind of, uh, they're not here with us on the podcast, unfortunately. Uh, but maybe maybe tell us a little bit more about... Um, what are their influences? You know, like, yeah, like, like you work yeah, with them. Yeah, we we kind of know where you guys are coming from musically. What are some of the influences that that's given Kevin his sound for guitar and Tesha's? You know, her her singing style. Do you know? Kevin, Kevin, Kevin will say Peter Frampton is one of his idols. Absolutely, uh, I, he will he will absolutely hit me over the back of the head with a guitar if them. I don't mention Angie Aparo. Yes, as oh, being yes. one of his influences, oh, wow. and that yeah. is another one who is phenomenal. Yeah. Yeah. Cool. Yep. Uh, out of Atlanta, Georgia. Yep. Uh, Porcupine Tree. He turned me on to those guys. You know Porcupine Tree. Do I do? <laughs> <laughs> Kevin's like Kevin's like calling me. He goes, "I'm gonna send you this song, man. Gavin Harrison is doing something in this, and you need to pay attention to it." And I'm like, "Dude, I can't play Gavin Harrison. <laughs> you know, I'm lucky I remember my parts from last week." <laughs> <laughs> That's amazing. That is pretty cool. What, what, what about Tessa with with her with the amazing sound that she has with the singing? Who who inspired this woman? She listens to, uh, and she will correct me as well. You, you have Lacuna Coil, you have other bands yeah, uh, like that, uh, Chester Bennington, things along, oh, yeah. along those right. lines. Mm-hmm. If I'm not mistaken, she's been influenced by, uh, and she's just, she's taken all these various elements and made them her own. And personally, I don't think we have a song yet that, like I said earlier, she just takes it and her voice just pulls you in. Yeah. Because some of the, a couple of the songs on our EP border melodic and and whatnot, and she just, her voice just reaches out there and tells you the story. It's it. Right. And, and I could tell by listening to that song that we listened to. Um, I, I kind of want to know, with all that being said, the way you guys all come together is really great, but I'm wondering if you've ever had any horror stories or performances that, that have just gone wrong. The queue in Virginia? Oh, that's... Well, that's... Yeah, you know, we just blow stuff up and, you know, we, we tend to... We tend to... We tend to cult breakers and kill main power lines and stuff like that. But as far as winter solstice goes, um, uh, really, at this point, I would say probably the biggest thing is where either the mo- stage monitors don't work, yeah. our in-ears don't work, um, and with as tight as we try to be, um, those are really key elements to the whole show. So, of course. Um, so... Uh, what happens for me is I turn around and turn up the bass amp and so I can hear it and it, they have to make an adjustment out in the in the in the with the controls and all that stuff but um, you know for me that's you know I can hear that and then there's Alan where I can't hear anything if I get really close to him he's uh you know he needs a thinner he needs a thinner drumstick is what he needs. Hey, he's just he, he's he's he is just loud he is loud Firestorm drumsticks, yeah, baby. Yeah, don't don't put a beer anywhere near his drum set because it will fall over by itself. It's, um, well, that's the whole point. I want that concussion. Really, really I, don't feel feel it. It. Yeah. Yeah. I love what you just say that again. 
I want you to feel me. Yes, I love that. Yeah. Exactly. I, we like asking that question, not to put anyone on the spot, but because I think it's important for other up-and-coming musicians and just other professional musicians to know that everyone has those bomb nights. Uh, so you're going to have yeah, them. It's a part of the process. Absolutely. It's a part of live music. Absolutely. I mean, yeah. there has been, there have been a couple of times, like Steve just mentioned, uh, You've got no, I've got nothing coming through my monitors because the, the venue, we couldn't use our in-ears. So I'm relying on a wedge and I can't hear anything coming out of it. So I'm hoping they're where they're supposed to be because I'm just sitting back there counting and playing. Yeah. And, you know. Sound check, sound check, sound check. Yeah. Right. Three S's because that, that's really, you know, until you get that right, um, you, you won't be happy. And even then, stuff breaks. Yeah, yeah. It, just, it just it just happens, and you just gotta you, you, you can't stop. That's the if, if there's if there's a word to the wise out there, just keep playing. Yeah, don't, don't stop. Don't don't, don't stop. stop. That's, that's what I you know, plan to tell yeah. artists yeah. when 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 yeah. we do finally get the rooster open, and we book the the, the younger the more inex, inexperienced bands. That's a message that I want to get to them. That like you know if something goes wrong. Keep playing. Keep playing. Keep, if that string breaks, finish the song. Absolutely. Yeah, you know. Be prepared. Figure it out. Yeah. That's that's the that's the key. You 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 have you don't know when it's going to happen, but it's, it's going to happen. It's going to happen. Yeah. Be prepared for anything. So anything that happens on my base, I've got three other. If a string breaks, I got three other strings. He's. I'm surprised he hasn't broken a head while we're playing. <laughs> he breaks sticks left and right. I just see shards of, of, of tree stumps like flying by me, um, which is which is normal. But uh, whether or not it's it's the vocals, uh, you know, cutting in and out, whether or not it's your your ears, whether or not it's your wires cutting in and out, um, you, you have to be prepared uh, and figure it out, and that's and you, you'll be successful with it. Just def- the most important thing is don't stop. Yeah, that just. Exactly. It'll come back around, find your place, and jump back in. It's like the Red Hot Chili Peppers said, don't stop. Right. Yeah. <laughs> right. yeah. Speaking of Chili Peppers, who are you guys listening to right now? Oh, Lord, my playlist is all over. Uh, obviously, I'm listening to Ramstein. I'm listening to Therion, Nightwish. Oh, man. Jack Severetti, um, Angie Aparo. Uh, good Lord. Those are all hits. Uh, all different genres because I find that as long as I can continue listening to new and different music that helps influence me in be more creative be more creative I mean that's that's really what it is 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 the more you can take in the more you can put out right and and that's really you know that's when it comes to your instrument and that's really that's really important uh, if you ask me, now me, it's I, I listen to a, a wide variety of different things. Um, I don't listen to Pink. Um, <laughs> I, I'm just just saying that you won't see me. You won't see me down the road. You know, just blaring Pink. So that was but, the, that was what was that you put on the PA the the other week? I wasn't Pink. <laughs> that was, no, 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 that was Boy George. I'm sorry. Was, <laughs> oh, oh, he did, as a matter of fact. He did, as a matter of fact. So, I, so the so the the bands that I don't listen to would be Boy George. 
would be. I'm just always on, I'm, I'm big on old school metal, you know, your Venom, your Megadeth, your, you know, any of that stuff that came out of the 80s and 90s, not so much came out of the, out of the 90s, but, um, but that kind of music, that, that keeps me, I feel like there's a little bit more talent in, in bands like that. Um, not saying that there's not talent in the new uh, death metal that's out and, and music like that, um, uh, but it's all it is is the same note faster yeah. um, at the end of the day. And I think one of the things that I like about Winter is that um, we we play a lot of different notes uh, that come together nicely. Sure, we could sit there and play the same note as fast as we possibly can. Okay, great. And Tasha could be screaming. Um, that's really not who we are. Plenty of other bands are doing it. Right. Um, we like to do our own piece, our own music, our own influence. You know, it all comes together. Well, and whether or not parts parts of my song are a little bit faster or slower or whatever, or the drums pick up or like it, it like you heard it in Secrets, you know, it picks up. We, we like that piece. Yeah, yeah, we like that piece, and exactly. we bring it back down. And this is it gives it that that emotion that says, you know, here we're going to take you here, right. and we're going to take you up, and we're going to bring you back down. And, and you know, it's a, it's a, I say it's a simple formula. It's a great piece. It's a great song, if you ask me. Um, but those are all the things, the influences that I pull in and go, I, I can, I can just, I can speed metal all day long. But that's not, you know, yeah, exactly. who I, it's not who I am. It's not what I want to put out. And that's, that's why, personally, I, I think I can speak for Michael and I when, when, you know, I say that's why we love that. You know, because it, you take it to this other part of the universe and. You know, you're kind of on this ride, and then you get rocked in the face. You know? Right, exactly. Yeah. And, it, and you feel good. You feel, it makes you feel good. Exactly. I think the best musicians have a very eclectic taste in music. Yeah. yeah. You know, uh, you know, me I, personally, I'm I'm a metalhead, but not the traditional metalhead. You'll, you'll notice a lot of metalheads will argue till their face turns blue about why this type of metal is better than this type of metal, and I'm I like it all. Yeah. And, and I think it's great to have those different influences. Now, I got to say, both of you kind of breezed by the Ramstein reference and the Metallodef reference without bringing up yeah, that's uh, true. Uh, something that you should probably share. Well, you know, so we, we, just like we've mentioned before, have been in several other projects uh, together and apart and all this other stuff. And, and you know, one of, the, one of the side projects that we're, um, working to put together um, is a Ramstein, or Ramstein, however you want to pronounce it, um, uh, tribute, uh, which would be actually a tribute, not a cover. It's a tribute. Right. So there's going to be a show involved uh, with that. Sorry, uh, kids, we're not allowed to play with fire. Uh, <laughs> uh, just not at the show. Yeah. But uh, right. so there's so there's so there's that, and and one of the other projects that I'm in. Uh, start, originally started off as uh, a Megadeth and Metallica tribute band is now a Megadeth tribute band and it's it's called Peace Cells and um, and it's it's every song you want to hear and every song you wouldn't expect to you know to to see live at this point you know and that's what we're on, on what he said right there about Peace Cells uh, when they were Metallodeth but the combination of Metallica and Megadeth. And we were doing shows with them. During the 80s, I kind of, I thought Metallica and Megadeth were too similar. Yeah. That they were, you know, kind of joined at the hip. I guess they were. Yeah. But seeing these guys in Peace Sales 
perform the way that they perform and and do the music the way that they do it, it gave me a whole new view of Megadeth. Yeah, changed your tune a little bit. About a lot. The two-headed. Band. A lot. I mean, and I. I mean, there's not been maybe what one or two shows you guys have done that I haven't been there. Yeah, if that. If that. Yeah. I mean, they just get up there and punch you in the face, and it rolls. That's awesome. It's great. That's awesome. Thanks for helping. Thanks for letting us plug that. In. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Absolutely. Ramstein tribute. What, what's the Ramstein tribute going to be called? We're going to be called Ramlide. Ramlide, which yeah. is one of the songs. Right. I like it. I like right it. now we have a, uh, I think it's a 15 song set list that we're, we all better be woodshedding. Hopefully within the next couple of weeks we will begin rehearsals and Hopefully it won't take us long after that. Uh, we can get out there and get a couple shows under our belts. A lot of fun stuff. Yeah. Well, I think you guys are super amazing. Love the sound. I think you guys already have succeeded. Appreciate that. I, I, Thank you. I would like for you guys to define success for Winter Solstice. I think for me, and I can only speak for me. Uh, yeah, I'm the same is that we are able to create a sound, a song that reaches the person that's in the back of the room. Yeah. It's not really feeling good. That's not really, you know, wasn't sure about coming out, coming out, having a bad week, having a bad day and that, you know, they did come out and something that we have put together has, inspired them, given them, you know, uplifted them, something, you know, positive because right. there's so much negativity in our world nowadays. You so are not wrong much about that. There is. That, That's true. You know, and I have a couple personal goals. Uh, one is that if, if I can be on a show or put together a show, and have another local band, uh, young band, and get them their just due, get them noticed, help them take that next step. Right. Then, great. Yeah, Let's do that. Absolutely. And of course, you know, I, I like the idea of inspiring kids to pick up an instrument, not a keyboard on a laptop and think you're actually doing something. Yeah. Pick up an instrument, Every learn that craft, yeah. learn that craft. Yeah. See where that journey takes you. Because feel, feel by God, it's yeah. fun yeah. for all the headache, all the sweat, all the blood, the aggravation. Blowing that ants. time on stage, you won't find anything better. All the time putting up with the crap with the band members. That's all. <laughs> that's all it makes it all worth it. Yeah, yeah. yeah I mean, I'm, I'm along the same lines as far as that goes. Uh, you know, I've got um, one of my uh, neighbors. Um, has a his daughter, um, very very talented, great artist. She's just getting ready to go to college, which is just beyond my comprehension at this point. Because yeah. I still picture her as like the the, the three year old when we first met. Um, but she's like sixteen now, and um, I gave her one of my bases, and I gave her one of my amps, and said, "You have at it." You know, we, you know, she'd come over every once in a while, probably once every month or two or something like that. And we just kind of tool around on the bass, and I could show her a couple things. And 
And uh, I had just recently acquired a, uh, a Dave Ellison um, uh, bass, five-string uh, Kelly Bird, okay. uh, that he had on the Dystopia tour uh, that he signed for me and all this stuff, which is just phenomenal. Check it out on Facebook. I got a video and all this stuff. So she gets to talk to Dave. So, <laughs> so the neighbor and, and her come over, and and we're having pleasantries out in the front yard or whatever, and I'm just... I, I want to show her the space because I'm she's gonna be really excited. She says, "No, I've got this," and she just kind of just put it on, and it was a monster on her because it's a it's a big honking bass, and just the, the excitement in her eyes about you know just continuing to to, to you know keep in music is just it, it's a it's a great feeling yeah, to be able to see that. So um, that and what Alan was saying as far as being able to make sure that um, a, any band that um, wants to go out and try and, and, and work their heart out um, and open for us or we'll open for that. I, I mean, I don't really particularly care. I, I right. love sharing stage with everybody. And I don't really care if I'm first or last. Right. Uh, well, it depends on how late it is, but uh, <laughs> past my bedtime or whatever. Right. But uh, <laughs> but just just being out there and, and seeing what these guys have, and, and it, it actually continues to inspire me. Um, when I see them and they work so hard and they have that the hunger, it makes me not that I don't have it, right. but it makes me kind of reevaluate what that you know what my hunger is and what I'm trying to get out of this. And well, it feeds and, that that it feeds that desire and that passion and that drive. It's just yeah. more fuel for that fire to know that more people are out there and and you know you could look at it a bunch of different ways but it's almost like a challenge to yeah. say hey they're doing something i haven't seen or heard before and you know that might inspire me to do something that no one's seen or heard me do before well, exactly. and you take chances and exactly and you've got bands here locally that people really need to pay attention to because the level of talent that these bands have. You've got Dental Wolves, we've already mentioned them. Yep. You've got Noxus, oh, the Greensboro Raleigh, Buddy and Testarossa. Yeah. Those guys are, All of them. man, something else. You've got Carolina Vibes. Yes. That's right. You've got uh, Great Band. Yeah. Oh, yeah. You've got Key of Betrayal, which is phenomenal. You've There's got, limitless. And that's, yeah. that's kind of the, the, the rooster is the vehicle for all of those local guys. So, you know, for the, 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 the folks that don't play music, that want to get into a band, you know, that's that's what the Rooster's for. It's like, you know what, if you got the chops, you, you want to come play with Winter Solstice or Testarossa or Carolina Vibes or any of these other great bands, that you know, that are out here. 50 Flies. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, these oh, dudes, yeah. those dudes are wicked. Those guys are awesome. They're wicked. Write that one down. We're going to have to check out 50 Flies. Got to get Chip in here. Yeah, you got to get Chip and the guys in here. They, they are wicked. Absolutely. Well, is there anything that you guys want to plug? Well, I, well, I, I just want to say I appreciate the opportunity for us to come in here and, and be part of this. We're really looking forward to being part of the, of the rooster, not just in the beginning, but we want to be a staple. We'd like to try to be a staple as much as possible, and, yeah. and however we can help and help promote. Exactly. Um, you know, we, we tend to do our own flyers and stuff like that, collaborative with the venues and all that. So we, we're really excited about the, you know the, the opportunity. Well, we, we, we did get some, for our listeners, we did Winter Solstice, these guys today that are, that are in the studio with us brought us some swag, so they're trying to bribe us a little. <laughs> it's working. <laughs> it's pretty awesome swag. Thank you. I've got some koozies and some Yes, we have my koozie this summer. Oh, yeah. 
Oh, and yeah. you can you can also find any of our stuff on uh, all of our music on any of the platforms. It's out there for you to take a listen to. Uh, like it, don't like it. I really don't care. I like it. Uh, <laughs> so you're on you're on um, Reverb Nation. I know you're on Reverb there. Nation, Spotify, Spotify. Uh, Pandora, iTunes. That you, um, you name it, we just yeah, yeah. Just like Kevin took took it and just we were actually supposed to have our CD release party March 21st. Right. And we went which ahead. We just think it's on the koozie. It is. <laughs> <laughs> oh well, we had a, we had a party. It we had a party scheduled, yeah. but uh, and you're also on social media, right? Well, Instagram, uh, Facebook, all those wonderful platforms. Please check out Winter Solstice on the socials. People support another local band that's amazing that that you need to hear. Absolutely. So once again. Your host with the most toast, Cody with the K, and I'm here with Michael Carpenter. It's been another episode of Rooster Radio.